Hello and welcome back to the Beatdown Bandits podcast. I am Colin and this is season three, episode 15 of the podcast. Um, I am somehow miraculously pulling this off uh, for this podcast today. I was not planning on getting one done um, because I've been traveling this week and just got back and uh, I had some time and you know what, I'm like, like we're just going to do it, you know. Uh, I am committed to it and we're just going to get it done. Right. I did definitely did not want to skip two, uh, two weeks of it. So, uh, so here we are, uh, we're, we're back at it. Um, I did miss a pretty decent amount of, uh, videos this week, uh, on my YouTube channel, which is, uh, which is unfortunate, but it was only a couple of days. And, um, obviously I don't have like a giant following where people are going to be offended if I miss a day here or there. So, um, so all is good. Um, as far as that goes. Um, but today we're, we're discussing soundtracks. And uh, this was an idea that I had probably, I don't know, six or seven weeks ago at this point. And uh, I, I started jotting down like memorable soundtracks in video games and movies that were like important to me for whatever reason. And so I jotted those down and um i don't really have like great descriptors written for them uh i more or less just have the name of the video game and the name of the movie and so i want to uh, a lot of this is probably just going to be a little ad-libbed uh and uh, a little off the cuff um but i know what i do want to say with them more or less um so it shouldn't be uh too bad um i hope so uh right now i'm kind of internally debating about if i want to start with video games or movies and i think i want to start with maybe video games um so I, I there's like a theme i noticed in the video games and and honestly like i i kind of struggled a little bit more with this than i thought i was going to um, and I was trying to also just limit myself to like five, six, seven things. Um, and, uh, just like ones that like immediately kind of came to my, to my mind. And, uh, the theme was, uh, was kind of like open world orchestra. Um, ones like, uh, I guess like games that were memorable to me with the soundtrack. Um, I know that kind of sounds weird, but, um, there are plenty of open world games where the soundtrack uh, maybe doesn't matter um, or is not really in play. Um, you know, when, when you think of like Halo, which is on my list, you know, it's it's a big, massive game uh, over uh, whatever it's been now, like 15 years or so of, of Halo, something like that. It's just a kind of a guess, but something like 15 years of Halo um the music is so vital and, and very memorable i think like um i've seen a hundred reenactments of of like guys uh like singing the theme song they're like going into a bathroom with that echo and and singing the i'll, I'll spare you and not sing it myself but they they do the the orchestra thing right and the choir and um those things are very recognizable and uh, so Halo was, was definitely one that's on my list. Um, similar to that, while it's a game that I don't really enjoy, um, but the music caught me real quick, was Skyrim, uh, which is similar where it's, uh, I, would, I would call it an open world orchestra. I am guessing that is not like a genre of music, but it fits. I think everybody knows what I'm talking about when I say open world orchestra. Um, but Skyrim is very much that way and very memorable. 
Um, I know it's like one of the most popular games of all time. It just wasn't one of my bags, but um, so let's, we can go off track a little bit here and, uh, and hit Cuphead. Uh, I think most people can remember the music of Cuphead. Now, Cuphead was one of those games where like you want to, you want to like murder somebody um, be, <laughs> because of the game itself. But it, it, it's one of those um the the soundtrack is is so perfectly fit to like a 30s style cartoon and so when you think of like the original cartoons and the music to that it fits that so well um so shout out to whatever company made cuphead and um did the original soundtrack for that it's 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 awesome um and then um uh also off track is is doom uh, which ironically, like I was just, I was just talking about, like, I think I had wrote doom down and I, I did make a note on this, that of just heavy metal. And it feels like I'm listening to Slayer the whole time, which is, which is <laughs> super fun, super cool. And it fits with the game. Uh, so, uh, to me like that, like that really hits with the soundtrack when it really fits the game and with like what you're doing. And Slayer is perfect for that, right? So it just, it feels like I'm at a Slayer concert. And uh, fairly recently, I was, uh, I was just talking with somebody uh, uh, about Doom and, and this, this kind of came up and I'm like, yeah, I just made note of this. Um, you know, now granted my, my notes here of my, uh, of this podcast are like a month and a half, two months old or something like that at, at this point, but uh it, it was just funny i was like yeah i was you know thinking about a podcast talking about soundtracks and uh, doom was already on my list um so next up was uh, assassin's creed um and specifically i put two in brotherhood which are, are probably my two favorite uh of them with the most memorable soundtracks in the series um jesper kid who was the composer uh who did the original uh score for um i don't know how many games he did but he at least did two in brotherhood he probably did revelations as well so maybe like the whole Ezio storyline but uh that music is so so freaking good and i know when i first played assassin's creed 2 uh in brotherhood i was you know at the time like ipods were really popular right so i was i had downloaded all the music and had it on an iPod, and I was listening to it constantly. Like it was just so so amazing, and that fits into that open world orchestra again. And um, you know that that music to me is just so freaking good. So yeah, the open world orchestra stuff uh, just just hits me. Um, and then last but not least, uh, again, it's very uh, piano and orchestra and choir um and then uh and definitely like wind uh wind music flutes and stuff is uh, legend of zelda uh, breath of the wild uh like if you just listen to soundtracks like i listen to a lot of soundtracks and i don't know speaking of which like uh, if, if you haven't seen this guy on youtube his name is smooth mcgroove uh i'm not being paid by by smooth mcgroove um but if you love video game music you need to check him out on youtube um you know what why not i i will put a link to smooth mcgroove's channel below after you listen to this podcast go check out smooth and uh and listen to his stuff like it's so good he does um 
his own compositions of video game music and he sings all the parts and uh, the instruments and everything like that. He does it all in a really cool acapella uh, layout. Um, and plus he has uh, his uh, cats are special guests, which are always super funny to see. So, um, but Smooth the Groove is so fun to listen to. Um, I know he has like a lot of projects that he works on. So sometimes his upload schedules, like he'll upload quite a few and then disappear for like a year and then come back with some more and then disappear for six months. Um, so he's not quite as uh, popular and as big as what he used to be several years back, but uh, uh, he's still so fun to listen to, like go back and listen to, to old, uh, old school, like F-Zero and, and uh, Mario and things like that. Just listening to those and Zelda, um, just listening to all those soundtracks from him are, are something special. Um, so, uh, I also mentioned some movies. So that was all I, like, that just came kind of like the top of my head for video games. If there's others, feel free to comment below of like things that, that you thought of or whatever. There were some others that very easily could have made this list, but I was trying to limit myself, um, to some that were like the most memorable to me. So what are some of the ones that are most memorable to you? You know, comment that please. Um, so for movies, same thing. If I leave your favorite movie uh, off of off of this list, or like, why the heck did I put this movie on my list? Feel free to comment that uh, below. I will respond to you. Um, so um, I'm gonna maybe do this in like a reverse order. I think um, these are not in order, but like the first couple on my list were like the first ones are like, oh my god, these are the ones that I have to have. Um, so my, my honorable mention, which fit with my last one that I thought of, which was Goodfellas with an honorable mention of The Departed, um, where it's, it's very like 60s rock, uh, well, more Goodfellas was like a lot of 60s rock, but The Departed had some of that as well with like the Rolling Stones, but uh, it was music that like really fit with Boston and everything. And so that was, it was just really good and very memorable to me. Plus The Departed is one of my favorite movies. Um, but Goodfellas is just, it's just filled with 60 rock, uh, 60s rock, um, which is uh, stuff I grew up listening to a lot uh, as a kid with my, my dad playing like vinyls and stuff. So uh, that was very good. Um, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Um, some like the original music in there was, was super fun. And obviously they did it in a very fun way. Um, and uh, so, you know, nothing really else to say about that one, but it, it was, it was fun. Um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, one and two. Um, obviously, those are like very hand-picked songs, not an original score. The original, there is like original score music in Guardians of the Galaxy, but um, talking more or less like you know the songs that that Peter likes, right? And uh, so those were obviously hand-picked, um, you know, to be like a memorable thing from his mom or whatever. Um, so hand-picked by you know producers and and directors or whatever so um so i i get that they're going to be like really good songs but uh it hits so well with um uh with like the the, the theme of guardians of the galaxy where you know peter is kind of stuck in, in like that you know uh 70s 80s world or whatever and uh, so it just it, it just felt really cool um, Lost in Translation, um, no original music to this, but the thing that I like about Lost in Translation is that they focus on the music a lot in that, 
where there's a lot of like uh, quiet parts in Lost in Translation, where there's just no dialogue for sometimes extended periods of time, but you don't really notice because of the music. Um, it's very like, um, like there's, there's just like a like, lot of like French pop. Um, and then there's like Peaches, which is like out of the blue, uh, you know, F the pain away. Right. So like that was, that was kind of unique. Um, uh, uh, is it slow like honey, Jesus, Jesus and Mary chain or whatever. Um, I think it's yeah, slow like honey, I think it's the name of the song, uh, which is a really freaking good song from like, for me growing up, like that was, uh, that was a big song for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's a lot of French pop and just like the, the ambient, like electronic music or whatever, um, uh, fit really well with it. And especially, like I said, like in like those silent moments of the movie, uh, with that music like, in the background, like it was, it was really, uh, really unique. So whoever, whoever was responsible for like the sound and, and everything and those type of moments, uh, you know, sometimes like that's with like the writers and the directors all combined. Um, that was done really well. Um, Pulp Fiction. Uh, I mean, Quentin Tarantino movies are, are so good regardless, but then like the music, uh, I am 90% sure he probably handpicks the music himself uh, for his movies. Um, but Pulp Fiction was one, you know, from like me being, you know, I was like 12. Would that come out in like 94-ish? Either way, like I was like an impressible, like impressionable, you know, young teenager, 12, 13, 14 in that range when I was like really listening to that soundtrack and, um, uh, you know, the music in it is, is really badass. Um, like the, the rock and the soul and the, like, uh, probably like surf rock, I guess is probably what it's called. Um, but everything was, you know, I was not really exposed to Quentin Tarantino until, you know, until that really. And then, um, sorry, didn't mean to bump my microphone. Um, but then you, you get into like the kill bills and stuff where, you can tell uh, like the, the music, you know, was, was very important to Quentin Tarantino. And uh, so uh, much respect to him for all of his movies, but yeah, Pulp Fiction was one of those, probably like one of the first like soundtrack, like CDs that I bought as a kid um, because it was, it was so good. Um, and then next up is uh, Elizabeth town, um, which is not a great movie, but it, um, it's, it's, it's probably like a guilty pleasure for me. Like I, I enjoy it. Um, cause it's, it's like, uh, sometimes like I, I like the fish out of water type of movies where somebody is just almost like trying to fit in or, you know, is he the weird one where everybody else is normal? And, you know, so those are the things that you're trying to like figure out. So like the fish and water or fish out of water type movies, um, uh, are, are very good to me. Um, you know, we all, we all kind of feel like that sometimes, right? Like, uh, you know, where you, you sometimes feel like you struggle to fit in or, or you don't know what to do or say or whatever. And, and that's just kind of one of those movies. Um, I also got a chance, uh, a few years ago, I actually, uh, drove through Elizabeth town and, um, and, uh, while I was like driving through Kentucky or whatever, this was, yeah, maybe like five years back and uh was going to mammoth caves and like listening to the soundtrack or whatever and ended up stopping and eating lunch in elizabeth town and stuff so it was it was pretty cool 
um again like the movie itself is not great but um the music is is amazing just southern rock and uh you know tom petty uh you know well i can't listen to tom petty every day uh tom petty is uh kind of one of those bands that um or artists that is uh you know makes to me like a lot of like sentimental like unique rock and uh stuff that isn't meaningless and uh so that that's kind of important to me um so yeah uh yeah and and like the the southern rock stuff uh while i i am not i do not like enjoy country music but i enjoy like the southern rock stuff and uh so tom petty is good um there's also like a newer band like mumford and sons which is kind of in my opinion kind of a little bit similar where it it's it is that southern rock stuff um so yeah i i, I like that um that's uh yeah that to me is probably one of the best soundtracks of all time in my opinion uh and then finally uh the the one that i jotted down first um is a is a newer movie again like there's a big music focus uh on this um but something that's so unique about this that you don't see every day in movies but uh the movie is baby driver uh if you haven't seen it, it's actually a pretty decent movie it's kind of a like an a, kind of an action drama type movie um but it is very good um well it's it's good <laughs> So I could see, you know, a lot of people saying, yeah, it was kind of stupid. Um, but it is, a, it's a good movie. It's worth watching, but the music in it is, is amazing. Um, but something that you don't catch always, like on that first watch, like you almost have to watch it two, three, four times to see that uh, everything that happens in the movie uh, is on beat with the music. Um, and you'll notice it, the, the, the beginning opening scene, they, they, feature it um very prominently um and you know so to spoiler but not a spoiler of a plot point is you know the very opening song is bell bottoms and uh you know he's got the the wipers going to the music and he's drumming on the the steering wheel uh drumming on the side of the car with the window down um and he's doing that all to the beat of the music and uh, so that is to make it, you know, very prominent right off of the bat. And then, <laughs> and then um, the whole opening scene happens. It's like a five minute opening opening thing. And then it goes into kind of like the next scene. And uh, Harlem Shuffle uh, is kind of like the next song that's featured. And uh, he walks to Harlem Shuffle. And not only that like there's like words written on the walls, like in spray paint or whatever that fit to the music. So it's like, what, what is happening right now? Like the first, the first 20 minutes of the movie are basically like everything to the beat and, and the words of the songs and the lyrics or whatever are on the walls or on the grounds and, and chalk and, and just all sorts of little random things that you'll see. Um, but again, like, it's less prominent as the movie goes on, but it, it keeps with that, that thing. Um, so every music and every, every song that happens is just like the, the, or the things that happen in the movie is like to the beat of the music and it's very unique. So, um, so that is it. Um, so this was maybe like a little bit of a rushed one and I do apologize. Normally, like I would, 
when I would have these kind of discussions or, or debates about things, I would maybe have a little bit better notes, but some of these were written like months ago. And, uh, um, and I definitely wanted to get a podcast out. I, I didn't think it was going to, but um, it's important that I, I get something done. And uh, so here we are, podcast is done and uh, we're good to go. Uh, should be back on a normal schedule. I do have, uh, I, um, I think I am traveling one day next week, but I'll just be out like a day. So not a huge deal. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, that is it for me for today's podcast. Um, again, thank you very much for, for watching and listening and we will talk at you all later.